sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beer Breath. On today's episode, we will talk about the first week of fantasy, which is has wrapped up by this time. Um, we will also recap, I guess you could say, the college uh, first first week of the NFL uh, season, I guess, and the second week of the college season. So. For the most part, energy levels are at all-time low right now, minus Trey, who's at an all-time high, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But before we get to any of that, we got to start every show like we start every show and tap the cake. So, Dom. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with a little story, okay? So, picture this. You're in the drive-thru at Starbucks. You're on your way to work, and you order your grande latte with vanilla and caramel. <clears throat> you know, just hypothetically speaking. And a blueberry muffin. And you get to the front the of the drive through the little window. And the lady goes, oh, the car in front of you paid for you. Right? You're in that pay it forward scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She so you say, okay, that's awesome. I'm going to pay for the car behind me. Total was $7.42 with my or somebody's latte and muffin, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. She says, okay, that'll be 9.58. And so I'm like, fuck. I just got scammed. Right? So you pay it. It's whatever. It's kind of a feel-good feeling paying for somebody else's stuff, even though you lost a dollar or something out of it. Fast forward to this past Saturday. Game got over. We lost by a million, a million and a half. Um, Want to drown my sorrows in something fried and quick. <laughs> So we get a Taco Bell, and the line, we were the last ones in line. You might see where this is going. We get to the front. We ordered $30 worth of food, Easily. and the lady says, the truck in front of you paid for it. <laughs> and I said, let's fucking go. I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, she paid for it as the guy's like driving out. In his truck, and Trey, like, waves at him. I don't know if he saw us or not, but Trey was with me. But, uh, yeah, so my tap to keg is that good karma comes around. So if you get caught in one of those pay-it-forward scams, just Keep pay it. paying it just forward. Pay it, pay it so forward. You, so since you were the last one in line, you I didn't, didn't have there was nobody. To pay yeah, for. there was nobody else to pay for. So I was like, well, I would pay for the guy behind us, but, well, Trey would have because he was buying. <laughs> uh yeah, we had nobody to pay for, so I was like, the buck stops here. Yeah, so, We're getting thirty dollars with a free taco hell. Just leave a dollar. <laughs> so imagine that imagine that guy, he probably got like a mm-hmm. uh, Baja blast and like a Chalupa. Mexican pizza or something yeah. like that. And he's just like, Oh fuck yeah, dude, like six bucks free. I'll, I'll be sure to pay for the guy. They're like, That'll be thirty five thirty. Mm-hmm. He's like Yeah. Uh, what, what's his what's his end game gonna be like? How's karma gonna come? Karma's gonna catch up quick. He's gonna win the lottery. You're not gonna say I'll pay for them and then be like, well, maybe not. Maybe I won't pay for all of that. <laughs> that guy, that guy's listening to this podcast right now, and he's like, bullshit, <laughs> pay it forward, my ass. That's a miserable idea. <laughs> uh, you'll never guess where he was from. We saw his license plate on the way out. 
Somewhere in Kansas? What Canada? State? No, what state? Not Kansas. Uh, Mississippi? Missouri. Oh. Mm. He yeah. deserved it. Then he had he it coming. He might have deserved it. <laughs> My thing was, I don't, he might have seen me waving. So either, either one of two things happened. He didn't see us and he just kept driving. But part of me thinks he saw me waving like this in his, in his side view mirror and he was just flipping us off with his eyes. Yeah. I think he was just like, <laughs> fuck you guys. You <laughs> sons of bitches. He's like, how hey the guys. fuck could you possibly get $30 worth of Taco Bell? <laughs> For two of us? Like, yeah, there's two of us in the So my question is, was this the Taco Bell over by the fridge? <clears throat> yeah. So if you got $30 worth of Taco Bell, were you in the drive-thru for three hours? No. Really? Fastest I've ever gone through that line. Wow, no. that's insane. I was about to yep. say, I went there uh, a few weeks ago and they were It was <laughs> like, well, what the hell? Got new management or something. Right? Yeah, no, they're speeding it up. It was amazing. Because that's what I was thought. He was, I was yeah, like, he warned me. He said, this place yeah, is always gonna, It's going to be a while. I was like, oh, there's not a line. And we turned the corner and there was like a truck. I don't know if the truck was ordering at that time or not. Uh, but I was like, oh, this might not be too bad. It'll only be like 30 or 45 minutes. Uh, but no, we were out of there in less than five minutes. Yeah, we literally, yeah, we what from like order to leave, we were yeah. in five minutes. Usually you get like a large drink and it takes you 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It was so bad there one time that they gave me more food because... I waited so long. I was like, yeah, you should, because I fucking skipped lunch, and now it's dinner time, and I'm so hungry. <laughs> I went there one time. It seriously took me an hour in yeah. the drive-thru, and I, it wasn't like it was that abnormal of a line. I, I was just that. sitting there, and then we wrote them, I'm pretty sure. An hour? And it did not take an hour. Yes, it did. I swear it did. Can we backtrack that- to the fastest fast food restaurant yeah. on the planet? Let's recap that. That's an Let's easy recap. call. Oh, my God. Nashville, Tennessee. We get up at the ass crack of dawn to go golfing, and we decide there's 10 of us in a van, we stop at this McDonald's. Everybody's drunker than hell. Yeah, we're hurting very early in the morning. Uh, I was the first one to order. I order. I swipe my card. She gives me my cup. I turn to go to the fountain to fill up my fountain drink, and they call my number. I was like, holy shit, that was fast. Every other person after me, they were calling their number before they were done paying. Before I got my receipt. My before you got your hands. receipt, yeah. Wow. I think they got Hobies out before I even ordered. They just knew that what he was going to get. <laughs> they they read his mind. I was trying to find the manager's name on the window or something. Sometimes they have like a picture and said, oh, I'm the manager. Because I was going to call that guy and like give him a tip or I say, who's your boss? I want to tell him that he's, he's like, Ronald McDonald job. is my boss. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the fastest fast food experience I've ever encountered. Agreed. Uh, so yeah so pay yeah. it forward pay it forward that's a uh, moral of the story Trey um so everyone else in the room is real dreary after a rough weekend uh I had a good weekend finally uh KU football fan who has uh struggled for some time although it is only one game we broke a 46 game straight I think it was losing streak uh with a big win a big win quotation mark over uh central Michigan uh Exciting, nonetheless. Uh, good, uh, good way to kick off uh, the game after a embarrassing performance in the in the first uh, first game of the year. Um, <clears throat> Puka Williams, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. He's going to be a big deal, I think. I think he's going to be really good. I, uh, I unfortunately, the only thing I can say about all of that is I had to watch the whole game either streaming on my phone or following along on my phone um, because KU sucked so bad so long that they don't ever put him on TV anymore. Uh, unless you have like ESPN Plus and pay for the extra stuff and blah blah, it just makes for a pain in the ass. But um, 
after a big win. Um, we're even picked as favorites next week as Rutgers against so, Rutgers. So, wasn't whoa. Wasn't that a road? Wasn't that at Central Michigan? Yeah, that's a 46-game road, road losing streak. Let's Enemy territory. Go. And we actually won fairly, like, handily. Like All the players got back and got chip-faced. <laughs> Fighting Chippewas. That's what they call that get chip-faced. Chip it ended up, like, 31-7? 31-7, I think? Yeah, yeah. it was kind yeah. of an ass-kicking, actually. Yeah, and, Jeez. like, we had a pick six. Uh, Puka ran for, like, 100, which is such an absurd name. You had four turnovers, which is nuts. Yeah, we're like number one in the country in turnover margin right now, which is crazy. Yeah, K-State's right up there, too. But just in, on the opposite end. Yeah, every category. <laughs> Everything just, uh, that you we're good at. All I can say is I just hope it brings some swag. Like, uh, even if, if we suck, like, at least... Like, uh, so, obviously, KU has a little bit of history in, like, the, the early thousands. Like, all it took was a few runs and, like, Akeem Tlaib and Chris Harris Jr. and all these, like, old kind of you know all pro guys were like tweeting about it that's got to bring some excitement um defense played well joe denine had a really good game so I, I just hope it brings some swag to the rest of the season so we can at least compete maybe have a game in manhattan that might be competitive that'd be that'd be exciting no nah, or you competitive okay you want to say or that <laughs> or you could gonna just be beat the brakes out of us yeah. beat the brakes out, out of us out that's, that's a new term beat them right out can you imagine if your brakes just went out wow hey no. see you later well, the other, and the other thing is, we're talking about all football, right? Because not only did my not only did my uh, Hawks win, followed up on Sunday by a Chiefs win, Oof. and a pretty Oof. good showing by rookie Q. Well, not rookie, but first first starter QB. Yeah, I Mike and I were texting about this too a little bit. I think Sam and Dom were in on it too, maybe. But like that take on Mahomes being a bust might be a really bad take. He's really good. <laughs> like I know it's his first year starting, and like nobody knows what to expect. So, and it's the first week, so it's time to overreact to everything. But I mean, you throw Tyree Kill, who's the most insane human being on the face of the earth in football pads. That dude, that dude is a freak. The thing was, is they did all that on offense, and they didn't use arguably the best tight end in the NFL. Like, yeah. Kelsey didn't do a thing. Yeah, like one catch, right? For six yeah, yards or something yeah. like that? He yep. didn't he do did. anything. Exactly, I know that. Fantasy owners are happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Like, I, the most exciting thing to me was we sucked so bad inside the red zone last year. Alex Smith would, like, check down every play in the red zone. Even though he had a good season last year, that's not the point. Like, they did all the inventive stuff, and I don't know if you guys watched or, or, or if listeners watched, but they did a lot of... Uh, they use some of these little scat backs they've had for a while. Like, D'Anthony Thomas has stayed on the team for, I don't know, he's been on the team for like five years now. And he's never really been, like, spectacular. But he's always con- contributed in some way. But, like, this showed what he's capable of. Like, Mahomes is active enough and mobile enough to do some, like, exciting things. And they did, like, they did, like, spinner back looking things in the backfield. They were doing, like, reverses and said D'Anthony Thomas forced a fumble on a, on a punt. Just I think all that stuff just breeds exciting exciting football and like you just said Tyreek Tyreek really showed in my opinion that he's capable of being the best player in the NFL yeah like he's right there with Antonio Brown if he can figure out a couple more things like I think the most impressive touchdown to me was the the throw to Sherman yes like how often do you see just a fullback streaking down the sideline perfect pass touchdown yeah on all accounts uh, the fullback running a nice route which I mean there's running backs that don't run good routes Mm mm-hmm a uh, perfect pass down a sideline deep and and then a catch out of a fullback yeah. on the run. I mean, that's 
My, yeah, and my thing, like you guys just said, Mahomes is known for like this dude that can throw the ball 85 yards, and he hit he hit Tyreek on that one pass where he was literally like 60 degrees parallel. Like he was almost parallel to the ground getting tackled, and he just won the ball like 20 yards. That pass showed like he could still throw it on a beeline, but put like just enough touch on it to drop it right in a bucket. This is exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm juiced, juiced after that game. Yeah, their defense is pretty bad, but yeah. their offense is good enough that, I mean – Mahomes is used to bad defense, right? So, <laughs> going to add thing 40 every week, which, I mean, won't happen, obviously. But, I mean, if you can figure out something. I mean, just generate turnover or do something and the Chiefs will be okay. So, well, that is kind of a terrible segue into the Cats side of things. So, um, obviously, the Cats got their butts pounded into the ground um, <laughs> on Saturday. And, you know, they – they don't know who they are right now, and that's been a pretty common take across. But one take that I don't agree with at all, and I'll let Sam comment on this if he's even still on. I don't know. He might be taking a nap or just who knows. No, I'm here. Okay. Just no points about KU and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was so depressed this weekend that he left our BBPC Fantasy League, which we'll talk about a little bit later. He left the group chat because he just couldn't <laughs> take it anymore. Any positive football things, but... Um, the one take that I don't like about K-State is that they were just out-athleted, which is maybe true to some degree. Um, but since when is that new? I, I mean, is this a, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. This isn't the first game that K-State's had worse athletes than the other team. Is this the first SEC team that we've ever played? Is this the best SEC team we've ever played? Like, I don't, I don't think so. And so I think it's a really sorry take when you blame poor execution, a mediocre to poor game plan, and blame it on, well, we just didn't have the guys. If we just don't have the guys, then what the fuck are you going to do when you play Oklahoma, when you play Oklahoma State, Mm -hmm. Baylor for that matter, fucking KU has better guys. Mm-hmm. In some positions, I, I they don't know who they are right now, and I think a lot of that stems. Well, we did learn one thing out of all, everything that we watched this weekend. We learned that Alex Delton should throw less than five passes his entire career at K State for the rest of the time. There shouldn't be. There is no more passing out of Alex Delton. We can't afford for that unless we absolutely have to turn to that. It's just, uh, you need to give Skyler the reins, which I, dear God, please let it happen now. Give Skyler the reins, start to form the offense around him, and adapt to to what you have here. Because right now, it's there's not any, there's no, it's a hopeless offense. I mean, it's the worst offense in the Big 12. It's not close. Mississippi State's running back had more yards of offense than our entire offense, than the entire thing. Okay. <laughs> we need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> We're like five minutes into the podcast. Scream! No, no, keep going. I'll I'll let my rant be over here because it's not my podcast necessarily. I want to hear a little bit from Sam on on his takes. I, I think for the most part, we all kind of share all the case haters in the room share those views, but um, I'll let everybody else discuss. Uh, I will f- let you know that I did figure out I was turning down the wrong person. So I thought I was turning you down, but you weren't getting any softer. <clears throat> uh, that was me that I was turning down. Oh. Okay, but we're good. Sam. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
perfectly just to, to uh, add on to Kurt's points. Um, the the problem I have with with some of that too is is you see media and then you have dummy fans that think media from K State actually adds a better take or a more informed opinion than just like you yourself would have. Um, which also bothers me in, in post game stuff. It doesn't uh, it doesn't matter for the actual game, um, but when your job is to analyze football and you, your analysis is that they have more pros on their team than you do, then you're you're not doing your job very well. Because exactly what you said is true. There was games every year that we played, and when we had that same offense <coughs> that Mississippi State ran then everyone would be pissed because we, they'd say, you know, we got all these athletes and they just ran QB, QB read, QB power, and uh, halfback. Get, they did the same thing that 2011 K-State did, to, or 2010 did to Texas, 2011 did to probably 20 teams, um, and even in 2012 too. Um, so so that on, on that point, um, yeah, I couldn't agree more there. Uh, it's a, it's a cop-out. It's an excuse for a, a first-year coordinator who who doesn't really know at this point what he's doing in the slightest, um, which 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 Mike called as well. So so Mike uh, Mike gets some credit for that. The defense, I, I don't. The quarterback couldn't pass, so still run six guys in the box doesn't make sense. You got to switch it up. Um, we never quarterback spied. The DNs didn't know whether they were scraping on the zone read or whether they were coming down on the quarterback. So they repeatedly got beat because they played zero of the reads, um, not even one of them. So, I mean, there wasn't, there was no, nothing good from there, but my take on this, on what I want to talk about on this podcast outside of the game and just the current state, um, actually one more, <laughs> one more quick one before my actual take <laughs> is, so, so the offense, as we've seen in the past probably six games, Skyler runs a better offense when it's tempo and his back's against the wall, and he can just make plays innately from his ability to throw. Well, Coleman is running an offense that he learned from Dimmel that is still based on time of possession, but that doesn't get Skyler into a rhythm. If you're going to run Coleman's offense, you just have to play Delvin that we throw once a game. Because that there's, you're not fitting your player personnel in by by having Skyler run 40 seconds off the clock and have him run zone read and then make him only be able to throw one time in a in a three or four down stretch. So can I comment so you, on that? Yeah, because so you're exactly right there, and I don't know that I've ever thought about that way, but hearing you say it out loud is like every other school. Think about any other school who passes. What are the first three pass plays that they run? Hooks. They run hooks. They run slants. And they run bubble screens. They run the easiest pass plays. And why do they do that? Get in a rhythm. Get in a rhythm. You gain three yards every single time. And you start chipping away. And you go from the sides. So you can run in the middle with the Barnes. Barnes is, dare I say, a bright spot. I only say that because he was so bad last week that it was an improvement to see him actually kind of start to run downhill a little bit, but get him in a rhythm 
let him feel comfortable in the game. And then the dude's a baller. I mean, he is. He's a baller if you just let him be. But you can't, I mean, you can't have pass plays that take five seconds to I, develop when I you was, have a team with. I was going to say that too. When we do the little, this little read option or just run the ball up the middle, three play or two plays in a row, you go back to back runs, you get two yards. And then our third down play, our third and six play, is a play where the quarterback drops back, and somehow miraculously the line is supposed to block for six seconds so that we can get for a these thirty yard route for a thirty yard <laughs> route. That's like a four move route. Yeah, you. That's doing thirty like yards downfield when you need six yards. You're doing like a post flag post. Have we ever ran a curl route? I don't. I didn't see one curl route. I've how always said our how, route combinations are. How many off. teams run dig routes? Yeah. How many teams run crossing routes? It's not about you're having this beautiful route combination. Do the easy shit. Throw it on third and seventeen <laughs> in our red zone. Well, not in our red zone. Third and seventeen. That's fucking end zone. <laughs> on our, they're on the forty yard line because they fucking sucked that that possession. Third and seventeen. We gonna throw a fly? Nope. Gonna throw a post? Nope. We're gonna run a screen? Nope. We're gonna run a fucking five yard drag route because we know, because we spent two minutes scouting, that you're gonna be at the sticks. And all we gotta do is get one block. And they get it. And they score. I mean, football's not that hard. You make it way harder than it needs to fucking be. I don't I don't understand. We just run we run and run and run and run and they send the house and then we try to I have a pass play that's 40 yards downfield, and you're expecting the five linemen to block the four Seven defensive guys. linemen plus the three linebackers that are coming because you're running the fucking ball the whole time. They're like, okay, there's seven guys coming. We have five on line, one block. Okay, okay. so let's do Hold on. double move. Yep. Everybody run downfield. Wait. Nope. Hold yep. on. Alex Barnes is going to be there, so that's a six-man blocking. Okay, so six for seven. Well, the quarterback, he could block for himself when he's getting ready to throw. <laughs> also, I feel like there's only one person, one receiver that's designed to get open and actually run a real route that we're reading. Like, And if it's not open, then we're screwed because I don't know how many times I've watched and there's two receivers within like 10 yards of each other. Oh my gosh. I so as an unbiased guy, I know I know Sam's gonna make a point here in a second, but I'll just say this from like an unbiased standpoint. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but watching the game from a guy who knows nothing about your team that much, Skyler looks like a more than capable passer. Like he looks like he's got a body to throw the ball. His arm looks good. He looks healthy. But the whole game, every pass he made, literally, like you guys just said, he was like being tackled off his back. Like he's thrown off his back foot or whatever. It just like you said, I can agree. It was terrible. Like crazy combinations and he was literally running for his life the entire game and like five step drop into a sprint straight to the right to try to throw off his up back foot it's 30 a, yards down the field is just not productive it, yeah it's easy to see that and say oh like the line's not blocking it's like well yeah you're also running 40 yard yeah. quadruple moves <laughs> yeah he was doing five step drop and then was like running for his life <laughs> yes. and i am not a football genius in the slightest i didn't play in college I watched fucking jock straps for my entire career in college. I didn't study any film in high school because we just didn't really do that. We weren't, I mean, at that point, we weren't, or I should have. That would have made me a hell of a lot better football player, but I didn't do it. But how hard is it when you send guys, when you send guys, what's the best way to get people 
that are blitzing to not blitz. Of course, they didn't really need to blitz. I had four guys that were getting all the rush. But when you have a pass rush, what's the best way to stop it? Hot routes. Hot routes. Screens, draws, any of that shit. <laughs> Red seven. That's the point. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are really attempting to piss the thing. One, uh, <laughs> the one good play call that we had to uh, Skyler miss Uber when it was 10 to 3 wide yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. Within 50 yards. And he was pissed after the play. I think he knew he missed him. Because I think what, at that point, he's just like, okay, so the sticks. And that's a mentality. He still dropped the ball, though. It still should have been a first yeah, it down. still should have been a first. Yeah, but I think he was... Yeah, no, it should have been. He was just, like, looking at the sticks and is like, okay, well, I'm going to hit him because he's going to be past the six rather than chance it was Zuber. But that was that was a really bad read. <laughs> that was probably a touchdown. Yeah. Who knows? But All right, Sam, go back but, to your take. You were going right, to say something so, to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. So back to the point, and, and I brought this up uh, a number of times, and for some odd reason, it actually happens a lot with the safeties in our program. Um, and, and I don't know, I was trying to think about it today as, as to what the reasoning is and, and injuries definitely plays a factor. I get it. Um, in that, in that sense, but the amount of, I would say that, or the lack of player progression, or just when you talk about regression of, um, the, the players, skill players, or, or really beyond that, just, just a lot of guys, uh, we don't have to go through and, and name certain guys. Um, that have regressed, but <clears throat> there's probably five or six guys that on the team right now that performed considerably better two years ago in their freshman sophomore years than they are in their junior, senior, redshirt, junior, senior years, whatever. Um, and it, it and it doesn't. I get that you know you may be biased when you first see a guy, but a lot of these guys had a lot of playing time early in their career and they flashed not only did they flash they would play well in long spurts and now it's like when you watch them you you're not sure like you just have to think that they're hurt just because you, you don't like i don't really understand how guys don't progress and then the 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 argument always is is like oh well snyder you know we'll get him to play better it's not bill whatever <laughs> but the program will, will coach him up but when your supposed like leaders and best players aren't like, first of all, aren't even on the field all the time. And second of all, when they are on the field, if, if for example, Trey was watching, would know, you know, that, and I know he didn't play, he's coming off an injury, but that, you know, like, our DN was picked, you know, it was a freshman All-American two years ago, or our safety was picked as the All-Conference safety. Um, if you don't know that, when you watch, you would have no clue that you were picking out a you know a fourth, fifth, six-year guy in the program um, that's been there. So I, I guess I, I don't really know a question to everyone. What do you guys think? Um, is it is it is it injury? Is it just getting on tape and then people can exploit the weaknesses? Is it? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't really have a, a good answer or a thought as to why you see so many guys. Um, that just kind of flatline or they don't get worse well, as their as their career goes on. I would say that the people that flatline the most happen to be on defense. And so I don't think it's exploiting weaknesses because I think a lot of it has to do with their alignment, which you would expect somebody to, to be able to mature and, and be able to coach the defense up in that way. But that uh, you're exactly right. That doesn't happen. I think that's a real problem too. I mean, I, one of the things, and Mike always says this about our basketball players, like, for example, when you think about, like, going into KU, like, the guys that are juniors and seniors 
they know too fucking much. They go into KU and it's like, shit, we're playing now in Fieldhouse. Where the younger players a lot of times are like, I don't give a shit. That's freaking awesome to be playing there. But it's the same type of thing in football. I feel like to some degree, it's like, I want to be on the field so damn bad that I wouldn't dare screw that up. Or I'm just going to go out there and play the way that I'm supposed to play. And then when they get to be juniors and seniors, it's like, I am thinking you're just thinking too much. You're not just being a football player, being a basketball player, I guess. You're just, you can't focus in on just going out there and executing your job. It's a, I mean, it's, it's stupid to say that because we won two bowl games back to back and eight win seasons or nine win seasons or seven win seasons, whatever, whatever it's been. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but you, I mean, you sit in here with like, you know, a KU fan. It's like, well, we haven't really won a game for a while, but that's a scary place to be in a program because you're looking at like a Nebraska type of thing to where, you know, they had seven, eight, one seasons and then people get, you know, they're not content with that. And they got lucky because they have frost and they're going to be really good, which is a kind of pisses me off too, but they're going to be really good. And it's like, you're not that far you know, being an eight-win team, you're not that far from being a four-win team a lot of times. It's a lot easier to be a four-win team than a ten-win team if you're at eight wins. And if we can't figure that, I mean, if we can't figure out what type of program you are. Eek. Eek. Eek is right. Mike is silent about this, too, and I know he has more uh, to say. I have a lot to say, but my whole thing is, like, I just get more pissed and pissed. It's like like when you you take a test in college... And you know that you didn't do good on a test. And then you come out of the test and everybody wants to talk about it. And like, <laughs> what did you do with this? And like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. Like, we should have done this. And it, I don't know. Just, it just makes me more angry. You just want to go home. Yeah. I just want to go home and not think about it anymore. And honestly, what I was thinking, like, and this is maybe a good segue into where we're going with the NFL. Like, I was thinking last night when Aaron Rodgers went down in the first half. I'm like... Maybe this is a sign from God that I'm just, like, too invested into football, like, emotionally. Like, I can't take this anymore. I can't take us playing, like, shit on Saturdays and then me watching the exact same same product in the NFL with the Packers, which is silly because they've been to the playoffs for, like, nine straight years minus last year. And then he goes and totally redeems himself. <laughs> but... I mean, fuck. And that's what, like... You were at a low, low. I was at a really low. low, low. I turned it off. I started watching Netflix with Keely. I'm like, you want to watch something else? She's like, well, it's the first half. And I'm like, yeah, I I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I did the exact same thing. Although I think about it, like, you know, I was able to be really invested emotionally as a player because I felt like I had some control over the outcome. Being a fan, is it harder to be a fan? Because you can't do shit. You can't do anything anything and you got to think about it the whole week and then you go out there you get your ass kicked again and you're like this is exhausting at least as a player you could have some effect have some effect whether it's positive or negative if it's on you i'd rather know something's my fault and just have to live with it than to not know whose fault it is you get a lot more information as a player yeah well that's Um, true so you know, yeah, like that's just, I think that's what it comes down to. You know, a lot more, uh, from the, what do they call that? The, uh, couch coach. What is it? Armchair uh, coach. Armchair quarterback. <laughs> armchair quarterback. Seat driver. Couch coach yeah. is pretty good though. Couch TM. Well, TM. Well, TM. <laughs> TM. Uh, as a couch coach, you don't have all that information. <laughs> so you're just seeing everything at face value. So 
it i i would say it's it's really hard to that's the thing like when so it's harder for me now because we're more mediocre than when i worked for the team because when i worked I, it's probably like, your fault yeah it is but when i worked there like i knew it was going on and also those were some of the best years in k-state football history yeah so it's different now and it's just like it seems like the solution is really simple yeah and it probably in my eyes probably is but and i'm, I'm kind of the same way because I mean, I was always a K-State fan, but I wasn't as emotionally invested in the team as I was in 2012 when I came to school. Um, and then I got absolutely fucking spoiled that year and had the time of my life. And then since then, it's just like, yeah, just yeah that's the thing. Like, shit. It sounds silly just after you, you win for a while to be complaining about this type of stuff. I mean, Trey's kind of like smiling at it like... It is true. Imagine imagine if KU was like fifth in the Big 12 in basketball. Yeah. People would be like, well, we fucking suck. Yeah. No, I'm just laughing because we're literally discussing that emotional investment hurts worse than like the physical investment of being on the field. And I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. It's just kind of funny that you stand back and like listen to what we're saying. We're like, my emotions hurt so bad. But when we're on the field, we're like yeah. breaking our I've arms never, and like, After a football game when I played, been like, all right, I'm going to jump out of the bus at full speed on the interstate. But after like watching a game, I'm like, all right, I'm Climb to the top of stadium and jumping. This kind of goes the first half. <laughs> this kind of goes back to you, like your after test feeling. You remember in like a high school game, if like you got your ass beat in high school and you had to take the car ride home with your parents and your dad is just yeah, they're just railing your ass the entire yeah, railing your ass. Yeah, how awful was that? And you literally, that's the last thing you want to talk about. You'd rather talk about how your grades are in school or some Sometimes shit. Sometimes she's ride the bus. Yeah, no, if it's a bad game, yeah, you ride also, the bus. The bus ride afterwards was miserable because it was fall, and so it was the borderline of being cold, but yeah. not, and so they'd crank the heaters, and <laughs> so you'd have an hour drive of just 90 degrees back home. Yeah. And there's a thick, like, fog on yeah. the window of And then the bus driver would yell at you if you put the window down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're just hungry, and you got your ass kicked, and you're just like, dude, my knees hurt, my fucking arms hurt, my chest hurts, my head hurts. <laughs> my whole entire bit of pride hurts. I you just know, took a shower, weekend. so I'm like a million degrees, even though like I, it's like condensating on the window. It's yeah. kinda Is there a worse feeling than taking a shower after you've like been sweating and not stop sweating after no. you get out? There's no, that's like taking a worse. poop and then showering. Or not, or showering and then taking. I was like, wait a minute, it's actually not that bad. It's like showering and then taking a poop. Human turds are the worst. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is we better score fifty this week, or I have very, very serious concerns. Fifty? We better score like thirty. We better score twenty-one. We better score more than one offensive touchdown. Like we better have something click this week. And get a little momentum going on offense. Otherwise, we're right into Big 12 play, and we are not looking good. The time, the time of possession game does not work when the team that you're playing doubles you up on yards. Or when you go three and, and out every time. And they literally beat us at our own offense. They yeah. ran our exact offense. Well, yeah. at one point in the third quarter, and don't quote me on this, but at one point I looked at Dominic and I'm like, you guys are down 20, but you still had the ball more than them. Yeah. Yeah. Time of possession was the same. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys were. You had like a six-minute time of possession yeah. in the third quarter. You guys are still down. Like and you know 12. the thing about it was with their offense. I know he drew comparisons to Colin Klein, and I'm just like, at the I saw like through the first half, I was like, he's not good. Like he is 
not good, like, at all. He's not mm-hmm. even anywhere near Colin. Then I was thinking, like, all the teams that played against us had to be thinking the same the exact same, thing. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? He got wrapped up for a one-yard gain, but then it's second and five? That makes zero sense. And that's exactly what it was with him. His, like, his ball, he reminded me so much of Colin Klein 2011. It was unreal he's a little bit more polished than that he's not near what colin was 2012 but his balls like a couple in the end zones his receivers dropped them because they were going literally it looked like a field goal end over end they were really bad it helps that his their running back hill is he's pretty decent yeah not bad. but all right Speaking i'm of done the, i'm done i have one more thing oh on utsa just utsa okay. in general okay. Did you guys see the video of the guy knocking over the fireworks thing at the beginning of the game? No. So they play in the Alamo Dome, and they have, like, little firework towers as they come out of the tunnel, and it was all smoky. (laughs) (laughs) Knocked it over, and it, like, exploded on the ground. That is amazing. It was so funny. That's hilarious. Okay, so fantasy. Uh, We are wrapping up the first week Uh. of fantasy. I'll just start with my end. My guys did not show up to play this week. And then A-Rod getting hurt in the first half. I'm like, there it is. It's over. Season's over. Like, take my money, whoever. And then he comes back from the dead. And it's just a dude. Did you see the meme that said, I just had to poop? Like, I feel that, though. That's fine. But let's see here. So we're obviously recording this on Monday. So... We don't really know the outcomes, but we can probably take a guess. I'm up on Keeley 94 to 53. Eat. I'm probably winning that one. Can we just say that Jack Mehoff, aka Phil's team, okay, <laughs> no, maybe the worst yeah. week of all time. Oh, yeah. Let me let me piggyback off that. So, started out. <laughs> hey, by the, <laughs> off that. Off my own by the way, welcome fun. to the podcast. Your, piggyback so, off your own demise. <laughs> so, Thursday plays, I'm like. Devontae Freeman, he's a fucking badass. Falcons goes down, gets hurt. Number one running back is like, sweet. Not good. Not good. Not good. And then for some fucking reason, I thought I put Brew, or I thought I drafted Brew Drees. Yeah, Brew Drees. <laughs> Drew Brees Dude. first. That's a good beer breath podcast fantasy league. Brew Drees, yeah. Name. Or just a beer in general. Brew Drees. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm looking through my fantasy. I'm like, oh, Drew Brees, I have him. Who do I have at fucking quarterback? Marcus fucking Mariota. How many did he get? Mariota. Mariota. Guess how many points he had. Mariota. Three. One. Six. Five point. point six. One point six. One point six. Do you want to guess how many Drew Brees had? 31.6. Oh, no. Fuck, dude. That makes it a game right there because I... not a good call. Can I say that's the most underwhelming game of the year right there? Me versus I, you. Terrible. I, Even I, if you put Brutus in there, he would have had more points. Brutus would have had more than Mariota. I oh my God. looked at my phone and just thought to myself, like, Philip, how big of a fucking retard are you? <laughs> okay, so... so you immediately hit me up on Snapchat. You're I, was like, like, I don't even want to look at this I, for the rest like, of the day. I, I forgot to put Brutus in. No points of football anymore this year, honestly. Okay, so, so half chub versus baby mama, probably going half chub. Jack Mihoff versus Kareem in my pants. Oh, you get a little insight on the uh, BBPCFL. Yeah, this little insight to it. So the yeah. Kareem in my pants versus Jack Mihoff. Kareem in my pants is going to run away with that. <laughs> Golden tape, but I have a hell of a night tonight. <laughs> yeah, he only needs about <laughs> 40 points. 
attainable. He's yeah, at point one. He's at crazy. point one halfway through the second quarter. Fuck my asshole. The fighting Sam dicks, though putting up an average effort, <laughs> are getting their tits smacked by Team Decker. <laughs> Tyler is yeah. kicking Ty- his ass. Tyler, Tyler's team. When you have Tyree kill and he has three total touchdowns, and he didn't even play Kirk Cousins, who had twenty points. He had Cam though. So, uh, I think that one, sorry, Sammy, that one's probably going to Team Decker. Trubiscus and Gravy and Ice Semi. So, <laughs> this is uh, going to be a battle here. He has his kicker to go. I'm up by like two points, so it's over. It's 113.6 to 115.8 in, fi- in favor of Trubiscus and Gravy, with Greg the Leg to play tonight against Oakland. Gotta have him get her opening kickoff. Wait, okay, so there's two games tonight? Yeah, yeah early doubleheader. Jets and is that normal? I heard no, Darnold. I think it's just weird. the first week. I heard yeah. Darnold threw a well, I meant a pick like... six on his first NFL pass. Really? Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> so did Jameis Winston. I was there at that game. That was bad, really bad. Bad. Anyways, so with that one, Isami needs <laughs> a field goal or two extra points. Nope, two extra points. You'd still win. So maybe there it is. I mean, it's not out of the. I would I would have won easily if Travis Kelsey had more than one catch or six anything. yards. Yeah, anything. Yeah, rip us because you drafted him and I drafted Kareem Hunt, and neither of them are going to touch the ball all season. Yep. He also yeah. So that's the uh, week one of BBPCFL. You gonna talk about my team or no point? <laughs> Where were you? Stefan Duggs. Stephon Duggs. Oh, did I not get him? Oh, you're the next one. Okay, so Stefan Duggs putting an absolute spanking on Team Tillman. The first draft pick. Uh, Todd Gurley needs to have about 50 points tonight. On top of that, Hobie was the first one to talk shit, too. So it's good that he's getting his ass kicked. <clears throat> yeah, Hobie felt real good. Uh, I told I told Trey that I didn't really care if I won any other game this year. I just wanted to be Hobie this year. So, uh, Mr. Hobie Tillman, and your not creative fantasy football name, get fucked. <laughs> he might take uh, Brew Drees. <laughs> it's true. I did watch. I wasn't watching the Tennessee game, but I did see that uh, Derrick Henry had like a 60-yard touchdown that got called back. So Yeah, that's that, pretty bad. That game had like three over two-hour lightning delays. <sighs> it was a noon game, and it started the fourth quarter at like six how nuts is kenny stills honestly pretty nuts he's pretty nuts he fell down there i picked him up way late but he's kind of nuts dude did you, also, watch? Did you also uh did you watch the browns game <laughs> no. dude they broke a streak too <laughs> yeah. dude, with a tie that is the headline of the mall yeah right that there. was my favorite thing they, that was lose. the browns <laughs> did not lose their For- game well, the, the picture and I thought also was did not win. It was on TV somewhere, and it said zero zero and one, and then in quotes, best start since two thousand four. That was a headline on TV. I think they should have opened the victory fridges and just gave out like one beer. That's what I said. Like you didn't lose. I guess it was for when they win, but I mean, who knows at that point? Get one of Josh Gordon. Here you go, Josh. Virus protection. I was um, also thinking uh, when we're talking about um, when we were talking about like KU and their forty set. 46 consecutive games so i don't know if you guys saw this but in 2009 which is the last time they won a won a road game things that were not invented instagram snapchat the ipad <laughs> the macbook air yeah i mean their quarterback was todd reason carry myra still playing receiver 
So miserable. It's so insane. I think Makes uh, for a good Todd time, Reesing you know. might be a grandpa now. I think. Now. Todd Reesing's getting ready to induct into the Hall of Ring of Honor. I Don't quote Duck here, but... That same year, a couple of us went up to watch a KU football game. Uh-oh. And so somebody might have mooned one of our... High school <laughs> teachers. <laughs> Dude, don't uh, include anybody else in this room. That was you by yourself. Yeah, it was just me and. Uh, Como se dice moon in Espanol? <laughs> <laughs> Como se dice not very happy with us and get us in mucho detention? <laughs> Como se dice Marcot very pissed when he hear that you guys moon. Como se dice teacher. also kind of laughed a little bit, but I had a discipline. Uh, yeah, so we. It was Nick. I can't remember. It's Nick, Hobie, and I for sure. I don't know if Jordan was there. But we, Nick drove us up to a KU football game that day. Um, and we just ran into one of our high school teachers on the way up there and passed her. And somebody, I'm not going to name any names, somebody pulled her pants down and showed him the old brown eye. Her, the, or him. I don't know. Could have been him. So this was at the game? No, no, no. We were uh-huh. driving from, from London. We were driving from home up to Lawrence. <laughs> And okay. uh, Moonder. So while driving down the interstate. For sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, him. It could have been a guy. I don't they. Know. Them. Them. No, it's, it's the wrong pronoun. It. It's actually improper of us to even use pronouns. We're yeah. not sure. Muchacho. <laughs> um, but yeah. Senor. I think that was the same year. Speaking of doing crazy shit with Nick, this was probably right around the same year as well. <laughs> uh, do you remember the Evangel camp we had in Mission Valley all the time? Well, Nick drove his nav, and he had a whole bunch of shit in his car, obviously. And we were, like, throwing shit out of the sunroof, trying to hit whoever was driving behind us. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. It was, Phil, I don't think you were there. Well, I was absolutely there. It was Joe and I. Well, you would have been so the same I was fresh. 14. Huh? In 2009, you were 14. Oh, shit. 13, actually, for the 11 months out of the year. So actually, like fre- 11 months. You could be a freshman no, at 14, I was, right? No, I graduated. He in. wasn't a freshman in 09. It would have been going in? into freshman year. Yeah, that would have been the summer. That's wait, summer wait, wait. wait. Yeah. I was like 13 when I started high school. What? I I don't know. <laughs> no, Regardless, it whenever that was. It has no effect on the story. I graduated at 17. What? What? Grow up. <laughs> I'm young, bruh. Huh. Me and Kurt were old as fuck, I guess. Yeah, you yeah, guys were old. Well, that's Yeah, because you guys have summer birthdays, right? Yeah. Month apart. Yeah, so I have a summer birthday, but I flipped because I was so smart that they put me in school early. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't not hold day this was, kid out of preschool. Yeah. The other day I was wondering why you were saying some dumb shit. Then I remembered you like went to Americas when you were young, and then I was like, oh okay, that makes sense. Eek. North Line County. <laughs> <laughs> that little chip. Remember when I pushed uh, DJ into the bleachers and then I got technical foul started crying when I was in like yeah. third grade. Oh, you started crying? <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I just, I didn't mind him. I just pushed his ass into the thing. Everybody's just upset that I came to Atlanta and I was the smartest, most athletic, best looking guy in town. <laughs> That's exactly so. what it was. I mean, get over it. Grow up. <laughs> Come on, did he say grow up? <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Yep. Last call. Sammy. Um, I'm going to have to go with I'm not going to have the expectations for for Saturday that we're going to score a lot of points because um, that's going to be a losing uh, mentality for my own mental health. Um, So 
I'm just going to, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I feel better from today's discussion or worse or, or the same or who cares. Duck. That's my take. Duck. I'm so depressed right now, honestly, <laughs> from listening to Sam talk. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make the tailgate this weekend. So I don't not, know. Not because I don't might want be completely to. Just rip to the tailgate. I'm going to try to convince Keeley's woman doctor to induce labor on Friday, so I don't have to go to the game. <laughs> In fact, I wouldn't be able to go to the game if we went on Friday. Uh, I my last take is uh, my last call. Excuse me. Is <laughs> weird. I am going to be at the game, most likely. Uh, but I'm going into it with low expectations as well because if I get high expectations and we don't per- like we can't reach those expectations, mental health just like Sam is gonna be in the shitter and I can't I I literally can't take that anymore. So I'm gonna say we're gonna score six points and we're gonna kick <laughs> two field goals. Uh, Blakey's gonna go out there and just knock two of them home. And that's about all that I can say about that game. Six to zero. Speaking of going to the game and attending, if you're not going, Cookie Monster's looking for tickets and we'll pay you a small, small, small fee <laughs> for two tickets. I haven't texted him back yet. I need to text him back after this episode. Try. Uh, so half and half, I got like one full point to make in the end, but I'll start with... Uh, Thanks for having me at the tailgate for the game that you all hated to be at. Well done. Uh, good breakfast food cooked. Good beer drank. Um, good time. Uh, even though you guys are miserable, I was having a good time. Uh, Can I piggyback off that real quick? Yeah. I felt bad for Trey because the paved lot was not lit. Um, not only because it was the paved lot, not the grass lot, but it's such a dreary day that mm-hmm. it just kind of sucked out. So we were just all kind of standing around. Nobody was really hyped. And then we got our ass kicked. But all right, also well. eleven AM games are tough. Yeah, but Agreed. anyways, I've been to a tailgate or two, but at there even. But you guys did good with food, is what I was talking about. Okay. I mean, I knew that I, I had a good idea it was gonna be dreary because of the weather, mm-hmm. so I was expecting uh, two. Uh, I'm excited <coughs> for next week. Uh, let's see what Puka can do, Puka can do, and uh, what Ku can do. So who can do? Who can do? Who can do? My Puka We're happy for you. Yeah. Not really. I can tell. <laughs> Dude, I hope Puka goes up for 200 yards against you motherfuckers. He probably will. Everybody probably else will. does. That's all I got. Phil. Um, like all of you guys, I have been depressed for the past 48 hours because we suck. And I have chores next weekend. And I'm kind of hoping those are going to take long enough so I don't have to go to the game. Not like I couldn't go if I didn't want to. But Chop off the bandwagon, <laughs> Phil. There's going to be three people at the game. Uh, my last call is pay it forward and you could end up with $30 of Taco Bell. Damn it. Mine is going to be pay it forward like I don't know. That was going to be my last call. Now I got to think of something. Too depressed to talk about football. Oh, okay. So my last call is I was legitimately, and this is not a joke, I was ready to give up football last night when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And then he out of the grace of his knee, he came back and just saved the entire season, putting on a heroic effort. So, uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, catch us, uh, catch us Friday for episode. Who knows what number? And we will be uh, talking about 
uh, more college football, but maybe take a little bit more of a fun spin on it. So I'll see you then.